Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jake Hare, and before we get into the episode, I want to ask you, if you haven't already, please go rate us or review us on iTunes. I, I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but I kind of am begging. <laughs> it really helps us spread the word about the podcast, and if you've hung into us all the way through to episode 35 now, it's crazy. I can't believe we're at episode 35. It feels like just yesterday we started recording the podcast. Um, but if you listen to all of these and you found them helpful even a little bit, uh, then go let us know. It helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more people that know about the podcast, the more questions that we'll get, which means the more questions we would answer for you here on the show. Um, now, today's question comes from Dylan. Uh, he's a developer based out of San Francisco, um, hopefully not living out of a van. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories about that lately for some reason. Um, and he's interested in entering the startup scene. So we're going to talk about some ways that a developer specifically could get into the startup scene. I don't think he's going to have any problem. I think most people listening to this probably agree if you're non-technical that you'd probably be banging down his door to be able to have him join your startup scene. Um, but we're going to talk about some ways that developers can get into the startup scene and what kind of things to look out for and avoid and which things, you know, how to know where you should go to kind of get your footing in the startup community. Today's question comes from Dylan in San Francisco, California. He writes in, I'm an iOS developer currently living in the Bay Area. I have always been interested in the startup scene, but I'm just not sure how to get involved. I've been to meetups and met a lot of people, but I didn't seem to find the right person or group to network with. I don't have any ideas myself that I'm super passionate about, but I'd like to meet people who are passionate about their own idea, are well-spoken, and have experience on the business side. Is there a certain place for tech founders like myself to look for a partner? Hey, Dylan. So I'm going to kind of take this in a couple of parts. So first, I'm going to say you're not going to have any trouble getting into the startup scene. <laughs> first of all, you're in San Francisco, bro. So uh, I think you're going to be okay. If you can't get into the startup scene in San Francisco, then that's probably a much bigger problem. There are so many things going on in San Francisco in the startup scene. The problem you're probably going to have mostly is trying to figure out what stuff you can actually go to. Because I think the the last time I was in San Francisco, which was about a year ago, I went to an event and there was probably like seven or eight other big startup events the same night in the city. And it was like that every single day. So most of the people had the problem of like trying to figure out what startup scene they should be a part of in that city. But if you're don't have, you don't have the luxury of being like Dylan and living in San Francisco, let's talk about just being a developer and trying to get into the startup scene. Now, the reason I want to take this in a couple of parts is there's a couple of ways to look at this. So first off, if you're trying to get into the startup scene in order to join a startup and you're a developer, then there are a couple of things to look out for. I'm going to assume that that means you want to work for or with a startup and help them build their product. What you want to do if you're in that situation is if it's your first time, don't go try to be a not or don't go try to be the technical founder for a startup. So don't go try to like join a startup that has two business focused people on it and you're the only technical person on it. If you have to do that and you think that these two co-founders of yours are going to be great, they have great credentials and great backgrounds and have shown a propensity to be successful with the previous startups they've worked with or the startup they're at now has gotten a lot of traction even without having someone technical on their side, then sure. All of this is situational, right? So uh, I wouldn't shy away from it. But if I had a choice between doing that and joining a startup that was small, that was maybe 10, 15 people, and you, know, you had the opportunity to 
work with other developers who are working within the startup, but still it's so small that you have the ability to kind of get savvy with how a startup works and, you know, how how it is to work with the team at a startup and what it means to do development at a startup. Because I can promise you doing development at a startup is unlike any other place. Uh, startups, the nature of having a startup on the engineering side is that your role changes constantly. One day you could be building like a brand new feature set that's been in the works for months. And the next day your investors can come in and say, no, you shouldn't be working on that. You guys need to upgrade the UI instead or, or whatever. So there's a lot of things happening in an early stage startup and it's much easier and less stressful to work through that stuff when you're not the only developer or technical person on staff working through those issues. Plus, if you're trying to just get into the startup scene, you probably don't have a lot of experience like managing the hiring at a startup. So you don't want to be really the one responsible for like, you know, okay, we're a three person startup. We just raised $5 million and now we need to hire an engineering team. Could you do it? I'm sure you could, and you, and you might be able to do it really well. But it, again, if I had to choose one scenario over the other, I would choose a scenario where you can kind of get your footing in the startup space by working with the startup that's already raised money, hired a team, and now you're coming onto that team as like the 10th employee or something. Plus, it'll just be a little more stable for your income as you make that move over. Now, the other way to look at this is if you're trying to enter the startup scene, not necessarily to work at a startup, but more to like maybe build your own startups or just you're interested in entrepreneurship and you're trying to figure out like, you know, what it means to run a startup and all this stuff. I, I think if that's this, this, the case, then it's much easier to take that step in by finding where in your area, most of the entrepreneurs congregate. Uh, what I've seen in almost every startup community I've been to, and I've been to a ton of startup communities, is that when you want to enter the startup community and kind of get known, you go to one or two of the events that are at like the biggest entrepreneurship place in the city. And it just within a couple of meetups, everyone's going to know who you are because a lot of startup communities are so relatively small that word is going to spread that like, Oh, did you talk to this guy? Did you talk to this guy? Oh, you should talk to this guy just by going to one of those events. So, you know, when I was in Nashville, it was Nashville entrepreneur center. If you went to one of their events, which they had one like once a week or once every couple of weeks, they either had a mixer or a happy hour or a meetup or a startup grind event or something like that. Going to one of those events, you were going to be able to meet a ton of people just by the proximity of being there. One of the things that you're going to have to get comfortable with though, is not everyone is going to be someone that you want to know. Uh, some people in the startup community are people who are actively working hard on building startups and, or are working on their next big idea. Other people in the startup community are just people who like to glom on to startup founders. Uh, and you're going to, if you have any emotional intelligence, uh, which I'm sure you do, then it's going to be easy to identify who those people are. Some people just love hanging out with entrepreneurs. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's kind of like uh like groupies when you like for bands. Uh there's just a lot of groupies in different startup scenes who uh either try to take advantage of startup founders or you know they just love to be a part of like that community and hear all these things. Sometimes that's really good because a lot of these people could be really helpful and beneficial to you. Some of them just want to charge you 
a ton of money to tell you that you should be posting more on LinkedIn. <laughs> so it's going to be difficult. I think that's the hardest part of entering any startup scene is trying to figure out which people are genuinely there to help you and which ones are just there to kind of get in your way. So if there's one big thing that I would tell you, Dylan, is like, just keep your eyes open. Not everyone who's going to be offering you advice or asking to introduce you to people have your best interest in mind. You just got to keep your eyes open. It's not just that way with startup scenes either. I mean, it's that way with any community of people. There's going to be people who are there to help you and there's going to be people who are there to take advantage of you. So just make sure that when you're going into these things, you're going into it with your eyes really wide open, understanding that these are still business relationships that you're trying to form with people. The last thing I'll note is that you, you're going to need to put yourself out there and be honest, like be transparent. Um, there's one thing that I think people in the entrepreneurship space value more than anything is just honesty and transparency. So I'm not saying like you have to go walk around and tell everyone like, you know, your deepest, darkest secrets or anything like that. But what I am saying is that you're going to want to go to these events and just be really honest about what it is that you're looking to get out of it. Like if you're looking to join a startup, tell everyone you're trying to join a startup. If you're, um, you know, iOS developer, but you have no experience with Android, then tell everyone, like, I don't know anything about Android, but I, I know everything about iOS. If you aren't trying to join a startup and you're just there to have drinks and meet people, then just tell people you're there to have drinks and meet people. So make sure you're clear with your intentions. That's going to make it a lot easier to meet the right people and make the right connections with different people at those events and make sure that you don't wear yourself out. That's one thing that I've done occasionally. I mean, we work with startups all the time. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to pace yourself. Uh, there's going to be a different, you're in San Francisco. So for you, there's going to be 10 events every single night, but even, uh, down in Charleston, South Carolina, like there's two or three startup events every week. There's different meetups, there's different developer meetups, there's different startup meetups, different product groups meeting up. It could be easy to make yourself feel like you need to go to everything, but don't feel like you have to do that. I think it's much more important to still take care of yourself, you know, in that startup scene and try not to wear yourself out or get burnt out because entrepreneurs are just high energy. Like we are all over the place all the time. And we can kind of forget that just because there are 20 events that week, you don't have to go to all 20 events. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's like my rambling advice for anyone, any developers who are trying to enter the startup scene. Just be careful with who you're talking to. Try to be genuine and be honest about what it is that you're looking for. And if you're a developer, you're not going to have any problems entering the startup scene. You're going to go to one event and everyone's going to be talking about you. So be prepared for that. <laughs> so uh, Dylan, I hope that helps. Uh, and good luck entering that startup scene out in San Francisco. That's it for today's episode. To celebrate the launch of the podcast, we're giving a listener a free ticket to TechCrunch Disrupt, which is this September in San Francisco. To learn more about the giveaway, head over to launchchat.io. And while you're there, you can also post your startup question right on our website. All you have to do is click record, ask your question, and we'll feature you on the show. Remember, if you don't want to miss an episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe. And we'd also love it if you gave us a rating or review. Until next episode, keep grinding. Thank you.